0: Hello, this is Frank Valvey with Frank Presents, and I'm welcoming today Chuck Bailey, candidate for state representative from Franklin and Medway. Yes, sir. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Where did you grow up, Chuck? Um, My wife and I, Ana Maria, we both grew
1: up in Walpole. Um, I attended Tri-County for high school. Um, I majored in carpentry there. It always been my dream to enter the military uh, since I was a young child, and uh, I did that upon graduation from high school. Um, Anna and I grew up together, but it was when I came home on uh, leave from Korea one time that we met, and uh, it wasn't too long after that I realized uh, it, was, you know, it was time to get out and start a family. Um, How, I did,
0: which part of the military were you in?
1: I was in the, um, the army, I was an infantryman, um, I was stationed with the first Infant excuse me, the 1st Infantry Division, 2nd Infantry Division in Korea and the 10th Mountain Division in upstate New York.
0: So after, after uh, the military, uh, you met Anna Maria. yeah, and
1: well we grew up together, she's four years younger, so I never really paid attention to her when she was little. Um, and then when I came home from Korea, she was a little bit older and um, anyway, you know, Um, We hit it off right away, and we've been together 32 years
0: now. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah.
1: Wow!
0: 60 years. (laughs) So you got a ways to go. I don't know. So what
1: what did you do professionally, Trey? So when I got out of the military, I became an EMT. I uh, I worked in Boston out of Southie. And then um, Ana Maria was expecting a child, so I had to move to a position uh, to facilitate that. I mean, I would be the stay-at-home dad while she, you know, dual-income family, that's the way it is, that's the way it was. Um, we both had to work. Um, and then uh, I became a paramedic. I was a paramedic for a few years, and then so I, I lived right over here on East Street. I don't know if you remember Bob Jarvis? No. No, he no. lived on, uh, west or east, he asked Dana why I wasn't on the fire department, have, have Chuck come over to the fire department. So it wasn't long after that I, uh, I joined the fire department and I did an incredible career there, 20 years. I was able to purchase um, four years of my military time and apply that to my uh, pension. So I retired a little early, with, well still with my health, and uh, now I'm the assistant education manager at a paramedic program in uh, West Bridgewater. I attended Dean College. I have a four year degree in psychology. Um, and uh, that's about it, just working as a medic. Uh, it's, it's yeah,
0: it, the firemen was quite a transition hmm. that they all became, or necessarily had to become, EMTs to Para- be honest.
1: So in Franklin, it's been the condition of employment to be a paramedic since 1996. We have over, I think, 50 paramedics. Staffed now in Franklin, and that's unheard of. Um, we have more paramedics on one shift here in Franklin than some towns have. You know, total,
0: yeah. in total. The Franklin Fire Department is rated so high.
1: The ISO rating, right? yes, that's all new. The new chief brought that, and he's done a lot of good stuff since coming in.
0: It saved me $9 of my homeowner's insurance.
1: <laughs> no, but it's he, this the new fire chief. I, I didn't have the uh, pleasure of working under him, but I've heard from the guys. He's, he's done a lot of good stuff, yeah. really squared away guy. Yeah,
0: great, great. But if people don't know, right. if you live in Franklin, there is a special discount that you need to ask about to lower your homeowner's insurance. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's a huge amount of $9, but... It's something. Uh, and it it it's, is. And, and, yeah. and, and it's because of people like you that have put the time and effort into uh, making that such an outstanding...
1: Well, I appreciate uh, that. The guys take great
0: pride, in, and
1: women take great pride in what they do. Yeah. you know,
0: Chuck, what is particularly your political, personal political I've been, belief?
1: Um, I've been a fiscal conservative, since I think I was born. <laughs> I, uh, I come from a Democratic family. Um, I voted for my first time when I was on the DMZ in Korea. I was so excited I did my absentee ballot and uh, I would call my grandmother weekly to check in and uh, one phone conversation she says uh, Chuck I'm so proud I saw that you voted absentee ballot. She goes but Republican? And I'm like, Nanny, how did, how did you know? And uh, she's like, I'm a poll worker. I work at the polls in, in Walpole. And I go, oh my God, I could just imagine her opening my ballot
0: in front of all
1: her friends and her being so proud until she saw. <laughs> but um, Ronald Reagan was president at the time. Yeah. And uh, we were all very, very proud to serve. Um, and uh, so it, it was an honor, you know. To, to vote and uh, cast that vote, uh, it was George Bush, Herbert Walker, yeah. Bush, um, that I voted for. That she saw. Wow! <laughs> I wow. Didn't, yeah, I was too young to vote for uh, uh, Ronald Reagan, but yeah. I served under him.
0: So you, 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 in uh, in what is also called maybe the the uh, social area, are you? How would you describe? Your, your beliefs in different social issues?
1: Well, that's where my paramedic um, comes in. I'm very um, sympathetic. You know, um, uh, patient care. Uh, um, I value people and um, I treat everybody like their family. I've always, when I train young uh, paramedics, I, I tell them, you know, they might not be related to you, but they're related to one of us. Uh, someone, you know, Back when Frank mm-hmm. was a small town, it's like you treat them all like family. So um, there's that side of me, I'm, I'm compassionate and caring. Uh, my my children are very similar and, it, and it's wonderful to see. My daughter's involved in medicine and she's actually at Toro University in New York City studying to become a doctor of pharmacology. And my son's a biomedical engineer, so it's, it's it's great to see them giving back to the community too. Um, so there's that side of me. Um, I appreciate the elderly, um, and I've been in homes, and it's really heart-wrenching to see the heat low, you know, doing 911 calls and stuff, um, to see, you know, with them making tough choices uh, between, you know, oil and food and, you know, um, not to digress, but you know Charlie Baker's pushing that bill um, to get money from the federal government to help back here with with energy costs, and I would support that fully. Um,
0: so, well, yeah also that means that you bring a different perspective I'm a to, repul- to the state yeah. uh, to state house because of your son, uh, paramedic right uh, uh, training my influence, and, and yeah. your influence. Yeah, and so. Uh, that is an uh, an added uh, quality that you you would be bringing. Uh, what committees would you like to serve on?
1: Definitely, like um, health, like like you say, the um, um, medical and you know uh, public safety. But veterans' issues are very dear to me as well. Um, but um, I'd like to be focused more towards helping the elderly, and I think with, with the public safety and health and all that, um, veterans affairs, things of that nature, yeah. I, I'm sure when I get in there, there'll be some others that mm-hmm. um other opportunities and things that might grab my attention. Um, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm learning, and I learned in the military, um, keep your mouth shut, your ears open, and learn. And uh, and then when you become comfortable enough, make some subtle changes. Well,
0: what have you done to prepare to learn about the job you're seeking?
1: So I have a wealth of life experience. Um, I've uh, all my experiences combined have prepared me for this moment, I, I believe. Um, and uh, the people I've dealt with and the, the hurdles I've overcome, you know. Uh, I've come from a blue-collar family. You know, I grew up eating cream dried beef on toast. Um, you know, called chip beef. <laughs> yeah, it's called something. I <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you want me to say it here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. um but uh, I'm proud of my I'm proud of my family. I am, and it's made me who I am today. It really has. Anna Marie and I've worked hard to be where we're at right, right. now, and and. And in saying that, now I'm in, I have the ability to commit fully to something like this. You
0: know, one of my favorite questions of people watch me do political interviews is, you know, I'm an older gentleman now, right? And, and there are no restrooms on 190, 290, 495, not even for young parents that have children. It's right. kind of got to be kind of well, people really with medical I-
1: medical issues. Right. Are, right.
0: What What would you do? Okay. To and to, and that falls under the, the Bureau of Tourism. It's right, not yeah. part of the gas tax. Right. The money would have to come out of the Bureau of Tourism, which makes no I would sense. Absolutely,
1: to me. get behind that. And and it's funny you say that because, it's like we know where all the rest areas are when we plan a trip, right? If we go to Maine or if we go down south to New York City, we go, you know, you know, and um, it's like. Honor, Honor works in um, Brockton, I work in West Bridgewater. We know, Route 24, there's one just south of 495 and one just north of 495, if you need it. Um, but uh, yeah, I would totally get behind that uh, on uh, state land, you know? Um, I think maybe the, some of the communities may think that it's taken away from, um, but you're just talking restaurants, right? Yeah, not, I'm talking, not gas
0: I'm, I'm and, not talking portage, I'm right. talking, Nice, no, but I at mean, least not, nice restroom.
1: I mean, no, not like, um, like a restaurant. Like no, things, no, uh, no, no, or, no.
0: I, although, although I think, coming into the state from different directions, I mean, if you go to New Hampshire, that yeah. restroom is a, 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 when you're leaving New Hampshire. Excuse it's me. Is not just a restroom. I mean, it's a shopping center. It's a liquor store. Oh yeah, I
1: know the one. You know the one I mean. I know the one. Or even going
0: up to Maine. I'm going to go up to Maine shortly, and I know I'm going to stop at the Maine. So there's a stretch right from where you enter
1: Massachusetts from Maine where there's nothing. I think, and we wait till we get to Marlboro. Right. 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 There's a. There's a. I don't want to plug any uh, (laughs) restaurants, but yeah, those that know know. (laughs) No. Yeah, yeah. I would totally. Get behind something like that. Absolutely.
0: Another thing that that bothers me is train stations are not handicapped accessible at least many of them, and bus stations are not. And I use the example here in Franklin of the uh, Dean Station or the downtown Franklin yeah. train station, and it's a federal law that they don't have to make it handicapped accessible yeah, right. unless. They spend more than twenty-five percent. Oh, I've heard this. Uh, yeah. To change the capital, I mean, to me, if you're concerned about the disability, the elderly, you've you got to be concerned about stuff like that. Yeah, you you bring back
1: some memory. I, I think their grandfather that, that goes with um, restrooms at the stations. Right, right. Their grandfather. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to bring so, up Charlie Baker again, but yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. is there a uh, is there a particular piece of legislation, uh, if you when you get elected and you're in uh, office between November and January, uh, that's when all the legislation is filed. Right. Do you have some pieces and bills that? You, you have in your mind that you would file?
1: Just anything to do with the energy, you know, costs and stuff like that, bringing them down, the, um, keeping the expenses down best we can, um, you know, uh, easing up on the taxes. They just keep, you know, uh-huh. they just keep, the uh, taxing is just out of control. It's it's
0: Well, you know, uh, one of the things that I don't understand is we're going to get a rebate because. Right. The, the, because.
1: They overcharged us, right.
0: In, in total revenue. Right. In total revenue. Not necessarily the income taxes. Right. But they we the rebating the money based on how much income tax you paid, which in my mind has no relationship. Necessarily, right? To why, to That's, why we have that, and that means that the wealthy that paid a lot of income tax, are people that are on the higher income tax bracket, are going to get more back than someone like myself, that that didn't pay uh, as much as as right. people making a. Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars.
1: Right. And you just you just kinda said it as they're paying much more into it. Right. Right, right. So I mean, um, i don't know, I'd have to look at but they're just paying so much more into it. It's just it just seems outrageous, but
0: that they're getting all the money back when it might the revenue might not necessarily have come or the increase or it might not necessarily have come from the income tax. Right. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd have to look at that deeper. I just I knew that they had overcharged, um, and you know, and that
0: that yeah, that they're
1: doing, they're you know, they're fighting to give it back, but <laughs> you know, they don't want to give it back. It's right. it's our money, right? Yeah. Um, But no, nah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah but they're paying more into it so
0: so is there any particular project in Medway or in Franklin uh, that you know the town fathers or people really would like uh, you S- to support something um, so
1: we last weekend not the this past weekend the weekend before we went to the uh, Medway trail uh, hike yeah and I learned something amazing that I I am I, I, um, I'm embarrassed to say, I didn't know it existed, but the, um, the Medway Community Farm.
0: The Medway Community Farm, yes. Yeah,
1: 18 acres, three locations. I met this wonderful woman, right. that, I'm embarrassed, I can't, I don't know her name off the top yeah. of my head. Lovely lady. Um, she gave me an education. Uh, they have three locations. Yeah, one
0: of them is on Paulson Street, I yeah, believe. Yeah,
1: and if you have SNAP, if a family has SNAP, yep. they can use it at one of the locations for produce and the state re- reimburses them on their s- account what they paid for that produce yeah. so it's an incentive to eat healthy right um right. not you know go to the big y or shaws and you know buy junk food and yeah. wh- whatever yeah. but you know it's it's what a program and she was so proud you know to talk about it it's it's a great thing it's win win you know on both sides but this It's, uh, I've been spending a lot of time in Medway. Like I said, I went to Tri-County, so I had some close friends from Medway, but uh, the last few weeks I've been spending some time there. And you know, honestly, it reminds me of Franklin when I first, Anna and I first settled down here. It's such a nice, quaint town, you know. Um, Franklin's grown so much.
0: Let me put a plug in for (laughs) Tri-County. Jerry's Place is now open, which is a restaurant.
1: Yeah, I know it, yeah, I remember Jerry yeah,
0: you remember Jerry? Yeah,
1: he was there. He was there. He's no longer with us. Right, right. right. No, that I w- I graduated in '86. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a little tough back then. Um, I graduated. I think I said in the carpentry program. Yeah. But uh, Jerry's place, he, um, we we you know we took a lot of pride in the stuff we did. Um, we would go out, and uh, one of the projects we did a, as a class is um, we went to the North Attleboro. Atterborough Falls, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the area. There was an old fire station yeah. no. in the Atterborough Falls and we converted it into their Chamber of Commerce. So a wow. bunch of kids from Tri-County right. just went in there and cleaned it up yeah. and, and uh, excuse me, you know, changed it into a beautiful Chamber of Commerce, you know.
0: Well, it was interesting that you you lived in Walpole for a while and you didn't go to the Walpole Aggie. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs>
1: No, no, not for me. <laughs> not for you, okay. Not for me, you know. The so
0: Tri County was a better suit.
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah. Um, no, no, it's just not my thing. Um, I skated on the pond there as a kid. Um, we did a lot of pond skating in But uh, it's great you don't lose your pucks there because of the. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not a. That's hard work. Yeah. That's hard work. My uh, my uncle owned, you know, Runtham Village. He he developed Runtham Village and he owned, I believe it was like 380 acres and we used to bale the hay, and let me tell you. Oh, wow, that, <laughs> wow. That's hard work. Yeah, that's real uh, hard work. Yeah, Just Throwing those bales of hay. Yeah. My uncle used to tease me He said, you know, your father would carry two at a time, Chuck. <laughs> so I had to carry two at a time, that would do my father, you know. <laughs> So he was tricking me to do more work.
0: <laughs> have you served on any committees in Franklin?
1: Um, I have not. I've been busy. I've been working two, three jobs yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, while the kids are in to pay their college. Yeah. We've paid, their, we paid for their undergraduate studies. Yeah. They're paying for their uh, graduate studies. That's on them. Um, so I've been working two, three jobs. I coached hockey for the last 20 years. I coached Clark University for three seasons. I coached Catholic Memorial more recently. Um, and then the pandemic kinda you know, changed things up there. Uh, I went back to work as a paramedic mm-hmm. for South Hospital when the pandemic came. So I, I was taking care of COVID patients in the comfort of their own home.
0: Yeah.
1: It's called Mobile Integrated Health. And uh, that's common, it's it's new and it it's it, it new to this area. Uh, the idea has been around for a while, but um, it's common. Um,
0: so you you spent time going into COVID patients' homes I, yeah. uh, to to what help I would from inf- a paramedical?
1: Right. So I would um, do remdesivir infusions. Do what? now? It's an infusion, antiviral yeah. uh, um, infusion into an IV into the arm, mm-hmm. and um, usually it takes thirty minutes. To, um, these people are well enough to stay at home. Yeah. Um, a lot of times they'll go to the emergency room, they'll be admitted for a day, and when they reach a certain um, point where they can um, walk, you know, I, I don't want to go into too much detail, right. but right. Um, when they, they could walk on their own without being out of breath too much, mm-hmm. um, then we would do the, it's five days of this infusion, we would do the remainder in the home to keep the beds free in the hospital, yeah. um, we would do lab work. The infusion takes about thirty minutes, but they're typically very dehydrated, so yeah. we infuse fluid to hi- rehydrate them.
0: Is That's, this a private company now?
1: It's South Shore Hospital.
0: Oh, it, yeah. so yeah. It's, it's, it's out of
1: South Shore Hospital. It, so they have yeah. the um, to have a successful program. I think my I'm kind of biased. Um, you need to have a hospital with a pharmacy, a lab. Um, Everybody's on board, all the doctors um, and all that. We would do a tell, like a Zoom video from the Mm -hmm. house, you Mm -hmm. know, with the doctor on the video. And uh, I would do all my uh, vital signs, write it all down, take a picture, send it to the doctor before I did the video to give him a little head start so we don't waste time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was treating patients with diverticulitis, uh, all types of antibiotic infusions. I did one of the first monoclonal infusions in uh, in the field. Um, uh-huh. was, mo- those are wonderful. Those, uh, the mo- if you get the monoclonals and soon enough, uh-huh. um, really quick turnaround for the patient. Yeah, but yeah. So that's what have, I did. Have you
0: uh, also administered knockin? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, a lot of it.
0: And and how how do you assess? Uh, the drug problem uh, in this area, or or, or have you been away from it for a while?
1: No, I I have. um, So actually, Honor Maria and I took a drugs and society class together at at Dean College, and it was very eye-opening. But um, I worked as a paramedic in Brockton before I was uh, Uh um, hired by Franklin Fire. So I've been dealing with narcotics overdoses my whole career. and i've looked into it and and i know jeff roy is very involved with it and i i tip my hat to him for that um he's done some great stuff while i've been on the fire department with that and got behind that um but um it's us in the field that are um, doing the work and um what i see is i don't want to give a false percentage but i i want to say better than um 70% 70% are typically caused by athletic injuries and things of that nature. Oh and, really? And they're, prescri- they're prescribed yeah. pharmaceutical narcotics and then they become addicted. Yeah. And uh, I've wo- we use the expression woken up, we wake, wake people up, uh-huh. you know, and I, I've woken up a lot of people, Wow. a lot of people here in Franklin.
0: Yeah. Chuck Bailey, yeah. what's the question I haven't asked you that you'd like to t- Say a few words about Well, I, I would like to ask
1: the people out there of, in Medway, precincts 2, 3, and 4, <laughs> and uh, Franklin, I asked for your vote. I said, I think it's time for change, and uh, I'm ready for it, um, and I think I would serve the, uh, the community well.
0: Um, Thank you. And how can people reach you in the campaign?
1: So, um, Charles Bailey
0: for StateRep.com. And is there a, a phone number or anything else you'd like to give out? Um,
1: I'm on Facebook. I'm very. Uh, it's Charles Bailey three, the uh, mm-hmm. Roman Numo three. Um, yeah, there's three of us.
0: And uh, <laughs> and and people want to volunteer or help in your um, campaign.
1: Well, you you mentioned you'll you'll be seeing Alan tomorrow. Um, So I'm very involved with the RTC here in Franklin. They've supported me a great deal. Uh And I actually was with the RTC in Medway Sunday night. Um, Great group there too. So through the two RTCs. And um, uh, that should be an interesting meeting tomorrow. I look forward to that with Alan.
0: Great. Well, thank you for coming to uh, Frank Presents. I, I appreciate Uh, Your time and effort to come down here. And let's remind people that voting uh, begins early. Yes. uh, At least, what, almost a couple of weeks before
1: the the 22nd, I believe.
0: And I think you only have until November 1st to ask for a mail in ballot.
1: Right. And Nancy's the one uh, at the town hall. Danello. The, town, the town, clerk. She's, town clerk. She's incredible, yeah. So if She is, isn't she? Oh, if you have any questions, ask Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's helped me a lot.
0: She and, is very, yeah. very uh, competent. Yeah. Um, and yes. And there, there are um, four ballot questions. Yeah. The state of Massachusetts mailed out a brochure about the election which uh, every home should have received. And you really wanna look and read it through. I agree, I agree. Uh, it's it's yeah. very important. Uh, there is one ballot question that wasn't included in that mailing. I hope they mail it out. The driver's but, license. But that revolves around the legislature uh, passed a law that permits uh, people that uh, are not citizens of the United States to obtain a driver's license uh, but uh, does not allow them uh, to vote. And the state says some sort of system uh, that uh, checks that across references. The ballot question is uh, whether you want to repeal, Right. Uh, but that, that law is in effect for this election. I'm
1: glad you said that. So yeah, it's very confusing. Like, um, <clears throat> it, it's already in effect.
0: Yes, it is already so in effect. So the
1: question is to repeal the law to allow that, right? So
0: yeah, to right. repeal or not not to allow the driver's license.
1: Right. You, you almost need a lawyer to help you read these, some of these questions, I know. Well, not
0: me, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm no across the board, but. Question two, <laughs> if you want a, a, an interesting one, Basically, is that an insurance company can't sell you dental insurance unless they pay out dental costs of eighty-seven percent, eighty-three percent, I think it is, somewhere around there. Because an insurance company was selling dental insurance that only paid out seventeen percent of the premium.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's what it said in the. uh, Yeah, no, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and the thing. Yeah. Uh, And uh, one ballot question is on uh, how many liquor licenses and uh, the first ballot question is on uh, raising taxes for those that make a million dollars, I mean you gotta first make over a million dollars for the uh, uh, tax to uh, assess. So we want to see everyone, I think it's between, in Franklin, I think it's between 6 in the morning and 8 in the evening at the Franklin High school gymnasium, on on November. The, what is it? The second Tuesday or first Tuesday? November eighth.
1: Yeah. Uh, Early voting is all is at, at the town hall.
0: Right. Early voting for is the, at the town f- hall for the
1: general election. But and November 8th? Yeah.
0: Mail in. You have to request the ballot by November first. Right. And then you have to remember to sign it, and you have to. Uh, mail it back in again.
1: You can go on the town's website to the t- to the town clerk's page. It's beautiful. It's, it's everything's right there. Yeah.
0: Or or you can take that booklet the state sent out <laughs> to you. But it's missing a there. few
1: things, like you said. It's missing question four. Right, yeah, it is. It is. It is. But,
0: Thank yeah. you again. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate you coming down.